Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, and listeners. I'm the Filipino podcasting machine, Princey D. With me, as always, Timmy B. We've got a great show lined up for you today. But before we start, please take a moment to follow and subscribe to us on YouTube, wherever you get your pods, and leave five-star reviews. If you'd like to support the show and get some amazing and amazing healthy treats, check out MiddaySquares.com and use Fight Insight 15 to save 15% on your first order or click on the show notes below. On today's episode, we talked to a Canadian fighter making her bare-knuckle debut, discuss Anthony Rumble Johnson, break down the UFC 266 card, and a whole lot more. Tim, hit it! I've got cat hair all over me, Prince, because of what we did before this. All right, a former King of the Cage MMA champion and a pro kickboxer with a 12 and two record. Our guest today has recently signed a four fight deal with BKFC and is set to make her debut at the inaugural New York card on November 6th. Born in Toronto, Canada, she now trains at Grants MMA and House of Champions. We're so excited to interview our very first bare knuckle fighter, our first female bare knuckle fighter and our first BKFC athlete. Ladies and gentlemen, from right here in Toronto, Canada, knuckle up and prepare to welcome Melissa, the Canadian Queen, Carianis. Yeah. How are you doing, Melissa? Good, thank you. How's everything? Pretty good. Just got good. back from training a little while ago. Nice, nice. And uh, you do have someone there with you, which I want to make sure we get on the podcast immediately. Can we see who's there with you? Yes, she's been very excited. Oh, her debut as well on the Fight Insight podcast. Oh my <laughs> goodness. This is Xena, the princess warrior. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because the queen needs a princess. So there you go. Look at that. What a cutie. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, and I was showing. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Uh, Melissa, so welcome to the show. This is our 32nd episode, so we're so excited to have you. Um, and this is, you know, our first, as I said in the intro, our very first time intro introducing and talking to a bare knuckle fighter. Pretty crazy. First question, how the heck do you train for bare knuckle fighting? So, uh, so this will be my first bare knuckle fight. Okay. Um, I've been, I've been, I started my fight camp about a month ago. I've been training really hard. So I'm, I have like two of the best coaches in Canada helping me prep for this. Um, great. Um, so far my fight camp's been great. You know, a lot of boxing, um, obviously bare knuckle isn't just like boxing. It's kind of a, it's a combat sport on its own. So, you know, there's going to be different uh, strategies and yeah, I'm just training my ass off uh, to my strength and conditioning, making sure I'm in tip top form. Um, just everything I, I can do. It, Melissa, actually, I wanted to ask you, like, are you, are you good conditioning any of your knuckles at all? Like, is there, are you like punching like a bag of rocks? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, I've, I've been doing martial arts and competing. I've been competing about 10 years now. My, uh, pretty strong bones, you know, okay. um, obviously, um, I'm like focusing on like conditioning my body, conditioning my knuckles and yeah, they'll be ready. They'll be ready. <laughs> That's crazy because I do see like sometimes online, like you'll see some fighters and they're like punching into sand. Like they're almost like at a, at a beach and they're punching down into sand. Is there yeah. something like that? Like, is, is that yeah. such a thing? 
Yeah, for sure. You know, like you want to make sure that like they're conditioned, right? Uh, just there's, there's so many little bones in your hands, so many little bones, tendons, right? So, uh, but then too, you know, like just overall conditioning, like doing a lot of push-ups, push-ups with your knuckles, uh, oh, just okay. making sure, making sure that they're nice and ready. Oh, so, Musa, are, you, are you doing any of this conditioning uh, at the bluffs? It's my secret. I can't tell I'm you. Sure you tell you where. <laughs> no. my, secret, my secret book out, yes. Nice, okay. nice. And uh, Melissa, for those of you that don't know about you, who mm -hmm. are you and like, where, how did you grow up and how did you get into martial arts? Um, yeah, so I'm born in Toronto. Uh, I started martial arts. So my first martial art was Taekwondo. I guess I started when I was in grade two, did it all the way up until high school. Uh, I got my second degree black belt in it. When I, I just loved sparring. That was my thing. You know, I wasn't too into the katas and the patterns and all that, but I loved competing. Um, yeah, it was my thing. Like I, I would spend like, I would train a few times a week and, you know, it kind of carried it through all the way up until my teenage years. And then, um, I stopped, I stopped martial arts altogether. And then when I was about 22, I'm like, okay, I want to get into shape. And that's when I started a, a training Muay Thai. And, you know, um, I instantly loved Muay Thai. I trained in Muay Thai for about seven years, competed internationally in that. And then I transitioned in, transitioned into M MMA. I had my first pro fight in the Caribbean. Did really well for that. Got signed to King of the Cage, and uh, yeah, that's crazy. Now we're doing bare knuckle. So I've been doing. I've been competing for many years and training. And, and Melissa, you know what? I was I was you know doing some research on you. And you you said in a previous interview that you were at first like, you you had a little uh, hard time just punching, right? Because so you're so used to the kicks, right? And, yeah. and and now you're doing bare knuckles. So that's that's nuts, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like Taekwondo is, you know, it's a lot of like leg movements, a lot of it's very, even when I started Muay Thai, I was the shittiest person at, um, <laughs> when I started Muay Thai because I'm just like, you know, it's completely different, right? Taekwondo, you kick up your foot. Muay Thai, it's more power. Break bones with your shins. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I became uh, the gym's first champion in that. So I believe with hard work, right? You can achieve anything you want. That's incredible. And Melissa, how do you, you know, when, when that offer gets made or like when BKFC comes to you and says, okay, we want you to come in here, what goes through your head to make that transition? Because like Prince is saying, I mean, you went from all kicks to kicks and feet and now all, all punches, sorry, kicks and punches to now just all punches, like, and it's bare knuckles. So like what went through your head to make that transition and to, to agree to it? Well, like my last my last like 10 fights were on um, MMA, right? So MMA, I had to learn jujitsu for that. Um, we have the four ounce gloves on that. So, yeah. you know, um, I competed with some of the best in the world in that, you know, uh, my last, my last MMA fight was, well, coming this November will be like two, two years, okay, year and a half, two years. Um, and I just think of this as a new opportunity, a great opportunity to prove myself. I'm definitely a striker. I'm a striker at heart. And I have the aggression. And I think this is a great opportunity. Like with COVID, you know, a lot of things have changed for fighters. It's been a little bit more difficult to like train originally and uh and to like to fight. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like taking this opportunity and I'm very excited. It's uh seems like a really great league to fight for. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited That's... as well that, you know, I'll be the first one hundred and fifteen pound uh fight for this. Yeah. That... Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what's crazy. Have yeah. you been have you been to a BKFC event before? And the reason I ask is because we had Elise Anderson on Little Savage, who's a MMA fighter mm-hmm. in One FC, formerly Invicta, mm-hmm. yeah. and she was in the corner. Well, not in the corner, but she was um, she escorted uh, Rachel Ostovich to her fight against Paige Van Zant. And yeah. they had gone to a couple events and she was saying how shocked she was, like the environment, the the drama, the energy, like it's, she said, it's like unlike anything she had seen before. So mm-hmm. have you been to one already? No, I haven't, but um, hopefully I'll be able to go to um, the one in Montana. Okay. The- yeah, nice. I'd like to, you know, get like that, like live experience. And uh, there's a few really good fights on that card. And yeah, oh, yeah. I can only imagine, I can only imagine, so. I'm like super pumped. Hopefully that works out. Melissa, here's a little, here's some tips for you. Okay. So you need at least three or four guys from your squad ready to rush the ring. Cause that's the way it is. Like people just rush the ring. So you don't have to be, you don't really have to do anything. Just rush the ring, go in there and stand like you're ready to scrap for somebody. And then, uh, that's how it works. That's that, that's how, for some reason that happens every time everybody rushes the ring. So you just gotta be ready to go. Get your boys, everybody, everybody to reach out there. So that's a, that's girls. the little tip. Get your girls too. Get girls. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Get everybody in there. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point, Melissa. After you win your fight and you're mm-hmm. in there giving your uh, acceptance speech, mm-hmm. make sure you're ready for some random YouTuber to come and attack you. Like you yeah. have to. You know what I mean? Like hands up the whole time. Like don't don't. It, yeah. Of course, never drop my guard down. Yeah, never, never. Even while they're giving you your belt. Oh, there's Zena. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, have you been like, we're big fans of BKFC, actually. Like BKFC has, has been pretty exciting. The, they put on a good show, the entrances, all that. What have you learned from watching BKFC? Like, have you been watching the fights and have you been like trying to identify like what works well and what doesn't? Yeah, um, my coaches and I, we've been <clears throat> watching a few of like the fights together and you know, like a lot, like just a lot of different styles. Um, obviously, you know, like defense is huge, right? Yeah. Uh, defense. Um, we see like a lot of the body shots, liver shots, mm-hmm. right? Um, just gotta like be move, right? Be yeah. well prepared, right? You can't underestimate anyone, and like everyone's style is different. But yeah, we've been watching. Okay. Is there anyone that has stood out to you that you're like? I mean, without giving away anything for you, but has there been anyone that stood out? that you were like, oh, okay, that's the way I kind of, like that That looks good, what that person is doing, guy or girl? Not particularly, but uh, uh, I believe it was the last fight and the last match of that fight. Okay. I'm not sure his name, but the guy with the mustache, he's, he's like a veteran. He's been fighting for many years. Yeah. He, he was really good. Yeah, okay. Did you have- What's that? Who's the main event? Yes, yes. Did you, did you watch the um, Pearl Gonzalez fight? A little bit, yeah. She she fought interesting because she fought very technical, like very long. Yeah. Like she kind of kept, um, it was um, the the girl, uh, Carissa, sweetheart, kept her really at bay. Whereas a lot of the BKFC fights, they're like really in close and tight quarters, but she yeah. was fighting really long at distance. So you can see that like as the sport progresses, people will be able to like adapt, right? Or like create different styles. Totally. Yeah. 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 Do you do you have anything planned for your walkout? How does that work out? Like you see some people come with some pretty elaborate walkouts. Like do you need Prince to learn a dance? That's what I want to ask. You let me know. Listen, I'll, I'll be there for you. I'll 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 take Zena with me as well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a nice leopard print outfit. Yeah, yeah. 
He already has one, so it's fine. Yeah, one in the closet. It's in, it actually, uh, um, Melissa, it's in the dry cleaning. So just, yeah, just let me know when and I'm ready to go. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> but do they do they talk to you about that at all? Like, I'm, maybe it's too far out, but like, do you know how that all works out? Like with the extravagance of the walkout and stuff like that? Like how involved are you with that? Uh, yeah, they haven't talked to me about it yet, but um, right now we're just planning out like the fight outfit and um, all that stuff. Oh, nice, nice. That's cool. Some more information soon. Okay, because they it is very like it's it's quite the extravaganza, right? Like for people that haven't watched BKFC, and we tell people all the time, just pay that eight bucks, man. It's totally worth it to watch all the cards, eight bucks yeah. a month. But I mean, there's a lot to it, right? The lights, the show, it's 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 a big deal. Yeah, like I fought in um Japan for Ryzen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, that like you know that was like the a huge huge audience, and uh, we did a rehearsal beforehand about uh, just how to walk out and all that stuff, right? Um, but yeah, I'm, I kind of I like that, and I'll be well prepared for that. So Melissa, so, like, so what do they tell you? Like, how do you rehearse for your walkout? Like, did they give mm -hmm. you a dance routine before you go in, or what's like what's the? So, usually, like, you need to pick a walkout song and. It depends on the organization, right? Mm. So, yeah. So, so, Melissa, what's your walkout song? I haven't picked it yet. <laughs> what What are some to be favorites? Honest, I haven't even thought of it yet. No. What are some favorites that you've used in the past? Uh, so when I fought in Trinidad, I used uh, Rihanna's song because she's from Trinidad. Run this nice. town. Smart, smart. Um, and then when I fought for King of the Cage, I wasn't allowed to pick my music, just because uh they. Yeah, it was like on televised, right? Yeah, so they have to pick it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, certain organizations are like that. We actually we heard One FC said that, right? That One FC was picking songs for the fighters. You didn't get to pick. Yeah. Um, for again, for I mean, I know that you're aggressive and all that, but for for the fans that are watching now that are just being introduced to the Canadian Queen, what can they expect when they come and watch your fight on November sixth in New York City? Uh, a very exciting fight, and um. Just uh, ready to like show, just really ready to represent Canada and uh, show them like what bare knuckle is all about. And yeah, I'm just really excited to be the first 115 pound fighter for this. And yeah, I've been training really hard for this, and I'll be well prepared. And yeah, you guys will have to tune in and see. Definitely, man, it's going to be so exciting. When you're sparring, is a lot of your sparring done with? the smaller gloves, like with the four ounce gloves in order to just get used to like the smaller hands coming at you? Or do you still just wear boxing glove and, and like safety first on that end? Or how does that work for you? Um, Like for sure safety, right? Because like you don't want to get any injuries leading up to the fight. Mm -hmm. uh, we do like a lot of technical work, um, okay. sparring. So it's, it's a nice mix, right? But like right now, you know, like a lot of like safety sparring, we go hard, but we're also, you know, just working technical and I have a lot of great uh, training partners, you know, different sizes and different, um, different, yeah, just different styles. So, yeah, that's crazy. And Melissa, just a quick question. Uh, I'm curious, like, have you ever gotten into like a bare knuckle fight, like, at all? Even nope. going up? Like, no way. Never. I've never, and I know a lot of people will I'll always ask me, they'll be like, oh, why did you get into fighting? Is it because you like fighting? You like beating people up? Or they think perhaps I had like an aggressive like childhood or something like that. No, if anything, I was bullied. So, you know, um, I've never been in a street fight, but I don't think, you know, that means anything in terms of like, you know, fighting with your knuckles and whatnot. So, you know, yeah, there's yeah. a difference between like, there's a difference, like, you know, I am an aggressive fighter, but I'm also very calm. 
So I think both of that go like, you know, really well. Yeah. Keep your nerves and be ready and, and be calm and prepared. Right. No, that's awesome. And then some of the, actually some of the nicest people I know are like our MMA fighters or compete uh, professionally. They're like, they'll open the door for you. They're so humble. But as soon as they step, step in the ring, it's like, Oh my gosh, what did he do to you? Right. <laughs> like It's one of, one of those. Right. So, but that's great. I mean, I think you're going to be, I think you'd be awesome in this event. I think it's going to be, we're going to be in for a uh, real, uh, you know, show for when you step in, especially with your one, two, one, two, I've seen the combos that you've been throwing the one, two, one, two, Ooh, double up on everything. So I think this, it's going to be exciting. You can't yeah. give that. You can't give that away, Prince. Well, I'll, I'll edit that out. Oh, no, Melissa, don't worry. All right. So, so Melissa, we went to the fans and we asked for some fan questions. So before we let you go, we're going to ask you a few. Uh, the first one is from UFC Rush. They want to know, who do you think is the hottest male fighter? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh... Prince is a fighter, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Melissa, I've got a professional record at 0-3. I fought my mom, my brother. brother. Uh, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Hold on. Um, okay, come back to me on that one. All right, all right. We'll come back. <laughs> I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. No, no, for sure. Uh for a question from Tony's underscore student, he asks, would you rather date a promoter, a fighter, or a fan? By the way, I make funny ass memes. So go follow Tony's mm -hmm. underscore student. But would you rather date a promoter, a fighter, or a fan? Probably a fan. Like, it doesn't matter. But I think a fan, someone that's like, respects the sport. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I just I've heard you before, but you know. Right. I don't want to be a fighter. Mm -hmm. I just heard your Instagram messages like start to go off the hook, so you better check those now. It's a lot of fan, a lot of fans messaging. <laughs> uh, Melissa, I just wanted to say sorry as well. We don't really filter through these questions, and a lot of <laughs> questions. And I know we, we try. I'm sorry. No, no, we get good ones. <laughs> at, at MMA Social Squad asks, do the type of hands you have play an advantage? Like if you had bony knuckles or bigger hands. Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, hmm. I have pretty big hands and, uh, you know, my bones are known to cut people. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm pretty sure that will play a huge role into that, right? Nice, nice. Yeah, that's interesting. That was a good question, actually. And, and um, okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, so from when I started, even before I started, like, MMA and, like, fighting, like, George St. Pierre was always, like, my biggest crush. Yeah. Ah, there we go. All right. I could see Melissa <laughs> thinking about that answer, that question. She's like, who is somebody? Okay, yeah, GSP, you can't go wrong with another Canadian. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do a you gotta do a Canadian for sure. Um mm -hmm. and the last question, we've we've been getting this question a lot, but this is uh Joni X3. Joni X3 asks, what are you watching on Netflix? Mm -hmm. I honestly am not huge into TV. Oh, uh, no. Not really. All right. Any... But, um, I like, uh, I've been watching New Amsterdam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. But... All right. Cool. And uh, last question is I can't even say this one X35, XC5, whatever it is. <laughs> They're asking if you weren't 
a professional fighter, what would you be doing? Uh, I, I would say the journalist. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Melissa, on November 6th, BKFC goes to New York for the first time ever. It's going to be a crazy thing. You're on a four fight contract, right? So people, yeah. people get on board with Melissa. Now you're going to be seeing her a lot. She's going to be, you know, knocking people out, going up that division. This is the very first ever Adam weight fight, right? Um, well, they call it straw weight. So, or um, sorry, straw weight. Yeah. So very first straw weight fight. And then are they looking to crown a champion at some point? Do you know about like, how does that work? Yes. Um, yeah, that's the plan. So they're going to have like a few fights to kind of like get some rankings going and then create and then figure out who's going to go for the championship fight. Yeah. Nice. That's crazy. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Melissa, before we let you go, is there anything that you'd like to say or anyone that you'd like to shout out? Not really. Just like my uh, coaches and my training partners at like grants and um, House of Champions and, uh, you know, All right. my friends. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are your, are, your, are your friends like supportive of this? Like they, are they, I mean, I guess they've known you for a long time now, so they're used to this, but I mean, this is a whole different thing. Are your friends like super excited, super scared? Like what's their, what's their vibe? Uh, like I haven't talked too much about what kind of fight it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. I told my family, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking a fight again. It's a boxing fight. No, I'm joking. But, um, it's, you know, they know, but, um, they're always supportive and they know, they know I'm training hard for it and they're happy for me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, like on your Instagram, you're up like six 30 in the morning training. Like, I'm like, what the heck? Like constant, constant, right? Yeah. That's what you have to do. Right. You know, back to the grind and. But nice. Melissa, can you, can you imagine you never told your friends that you're going into a bare knuckle fight and they just like, okay, you know, they're in there tuning in. They're like, oh my gosh, where's the gloves? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Melissa, we appreciate you coming on the podcast so much. Thank you so much for being our first ever BKFC fighter. I mean, it's, it's an honor. You're a Canadian. You're the Canadian queen. So we're all excited to cheer you on on November 6th, everybody. And we will be promoting your fight like crazy on our Instagram as well. So thank you so much for coming, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Great speaking to you guys. Take all right. Care. Thank you. We'll see you again. Take care. Bye. All right. BKFC. We've been talking about BKFC so much, Prince. Like I all the fights that they're putting on. And now to know that they're creating a straw weight division. Yep. Yep. Baby. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I find like any division, boxing, UFC, straw weights, that's where the action yeah, is at. straw weights are where the action is, the speed, the aggression, right? And before, like when, you know, when MMA straw weights first came on the scene, it was always decision fights, right? Like people were always mm -hmm. like, ah, the straw weights, they always just go to decision. Not anymore, man. These fighters have been evolving. They are now knocking each other out. Like it, it's getting aggressive. I can't wait to see it. BKFC, straw weight. Very and uh, and and UFC Adam Wade, like let's get it started over there. Like hello, my yeah. gosh, that would be <laughs> amazing. Like if they got that going, that would be sick. But shout outs to Melissa and good luck to her. I know she's yeah. gonna do very well and use that aggression and uh, yeah, it's hopefully get our first ever Canadian down there too. So get a championship and get crowned. I don't know that we know if there is another bare knuckle Canadian. I don't know, but. Uh... 
maybe there probably is, but who cares? We care about Melissa. That's what we want. And I also do want to shout out uh, her management team at Bare Knuckle Management. The guys there at Tyler, um, Remington, those guys have been amazing to us. And thank you to them for uh, setting us up with Melissa to have her on the podcast. It's been great. And guys, we are going to get more BKFC fighters. People have been pretty excited about it. So we're going to get on more. I was surprised that she was saying like, yeah, you got to condition your knuckles and stuff. Like, I guess you got to assume that, right? Yeah. But, like, I mean, that's how would you how would you do it like i mean it's just yeah you, i could i on yeah at the bluffs in the beach just knocking the just hitting sand. hitting sand and stuff right i don't know that's what i've seen online uh next week i did say i'd start announcing the guest next week on the podcast we have lupi godinez she is a canadian strawweight ufc mma fighter she fights on October, I want to say October 6th, but she fights like in a week or so after we will release that podcast. But next week we have Lupi Godinez on the podcast and I can guarantee you she's on the podcast because we already filmed the episode. So we're good. <laughs> we know that she's coming for sure because she already did. That's, so that's right. Great. And another um, Canadian as well too, right, Tim? What's that? Another Canadian as well. So yeah, we're another Canadian. So yeah, exactly. Cool. Uh, I do want to do an update. I thought this would be nice. I think I wanted to give a little bit of an update on some of our guests, Prince, that we've had. Mm -hmm. First off, I want to congratulate Raquel Pennington on her victory. Rocky! Right? The decision victory. Last weekend, she got over Penny Kianzad. Great fight. Rocky looked fantastic, man. Looked good. Mm -hmm. Strong. Perfect. Perfect performance. So that was great. Uh, the day that this podcast comes out, Prince, there is a 1FC event, and there are two Team Lakai fighters on the card. It's Lito Adewong and Joshua Pasio. How do I say that name, Prince? Let me know, Pasio. Pasio? All yeah. right. Pasio? Yep. Passion Lock, baby. The Passion Lock Master. So we've got those two guys from Team Lakai fighting. And, of course, if you, if you saw our uh, video with their coach, uh, Mark, he was on our podcast just a couple of episodes ago. Huge shout out to two-time fight of the fight insight alumni Bam Bam Barbarena. He just got announced for what may be the greatest fight of the year, December fourth. He is fighting Matt Brown, baby. Matt the Immortal Brown. Good God, that is a fight for the fans. His Instagram was just saying Merry Christmas to all the fans because that's a crazy fight. So Bam Bam, congratulations, buddy. Bam Bam. All right. Prince is now revealing his Bam Bam Barbarina shirt, which that's another thing, Prince. Thank you to everybody for supporting fighters, supporting us. It means a big deal. Like when you buy the t-shirts and stuff like that, we actually had our t-shirts. We uh, are in the midst of delivering all of them that people ordered. So we really thank you. If you have a favorite fighter, go buy their stuff, man. Go buy their shirts, buy their things. It really helps support people. Um, that said, there's another fighter who will be releasing their shirt soon and who also announced a fight, our favorite, another Canadian fighter, Regan Gowing Coconut. She came on our podcast, great person, great fighter. She won her fight at Lion Fight. She's a Muay Thai fighter. Go check out that podcast if you haven't seen it. She is fighting on October 23rd. She's fighting for the super flyweight world title like she said she was going to, Prince. Yep. In London, England. So how cool is that, man? Coconut is going to fly across the ocean, beat some girl up in London, England, and take home a championship title. 
which we will then demand her presence on this podcast to show us that title. Like we said to her, we would. And you know what? I'm going to say this one thing. I still have the coconut from our first interview. <laughs> Tim, I'm not, right. I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I still Good. have it. And Regan, if we asked the coconut, actually, we still have to need, have a, you know, figure out a name for the coconut. So yeah. we need to ask which round will this fight end in? You will get the answer. Nice. Well, Prince, we are very excited. So again, so that's just a little update on all the fighters that we have uh, on the podcast. There's probably more, um, but we'll 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 talk about them more. And I think we should do that, right? As as the fighters that we've grown to know and love on this podcast, we'll definitely shout them out when when they do things. For sure, Prince. First thing I want to talk about is this weird thing. Uh, I'm going to put it on the screen here for people to see. This was on Anthony Rumble Johnson's. Uh, Instagram or whatever. He said, really wish I could go into detail about how ill I truly am. I just know I need as many prayers as I can get, and I'll see you in 2022, God willing. Never been this afraid of anything in my life, but I've remained strong with the support of friends and family. That's Anthony Rumble Johnson. He's in the middle of the Bellator uh, Grand Prix, so he's had to bow out. Prince, what do you make of that? Yeah, uh, yeah. When I saw that, and I mean, for, it's it's crazy because I mean, automatically, oh my gosh, it's, I think it's COVID. But he already said no, it's not COVID. Oh, he did. He, he it's not. He, it's not. Okay, so it's worse than that. Okay, so it's it's something else. And you know what? I I was worried as well because you know Anthony's just he's such a nice guy, solid guy. Yeah, Always yeah, yeah. Willing for this to happen, I mean, hopefully he bounces back from it. And I mean he he's not the type of guy to you know cause controversy or anything like that so this is something big right so you know what my prayers goes out to anthony hopefully he comes back he it's a full recovery and yeah it's just it's it's too bad tim i mean i just yeah it's it's sad to hear you know these things happening right but what do you think I don't know. I was going to say, I think it's probably COVID because the way, you know, we hear so many fighters getting it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, whether, you know, for whatever reason, but in our small sport that we watch continually, continually, continually fighters are coming down with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. I don't know that there's been any that have, you know, gone badly, but it's just, it's caused a lot of fights to be stopped. So, Mm -hmm. um, no, I don't, I don't know what that would be then. I mean, like it might be some sort of like neurological condition or whatever. I mean, we're just 100% speculating because until you said it, I thought it was COVID. So uh, yeah, hope hope that he's okay, man. He just made his return. He, he yeah. had the one fight in Bellator on his return, won that fight, and then he was coming back into the Grand Prix. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's unfortunate for sure. Uh, Next thing, Prince, which I guess we've got a lot of time, so this is good because we can talk about things at length that I know we wanted to, but mm. let's talk about... Oh, look at that. UFC 266. When this podcast comes out, it will be the day after. But Prince, this is a stacked card. I mean, if you look at who's on the undercard of the fight, like you've got huge fighters all over the place let's start with uh which fight do you want to start with i mean i guess almost really the most exciting one which is lawler versus uh diaz diaz yeah you you know what it's crazy because if in some of the facebook groups that i've I've been in they're getting more they're they're getting more hype for that fight yeah 
the main event and the co-main event, right? Yeah. And um, you know, and Nick Diaz, it's it's crazy because Nick Diaz has already made a statement. And he's like, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna bring that gangster persona. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring a more sportsmanship like, uh, you know, persona into the fight. And I mean, he's they fought before, if if you guys don't know. And yeah. you know, he and, and Nick Diaz won, and so it's really exciting just to see these two go at it because they're again both legends, and I'm actually really excited to see that fight. To uh, you know, see what you know. If it, you know if there's anything Diaz has switched up uh, and Lawler as well, it's just it's going to be a, a crazy, crazy event. What do you think, Tim? So we all know that Diaz comes from Stockton 209. That's always his big thing, right? He always does the 209 symbol. Uh, Nate Diaz was in a fight and he had a bet with John Anik that if I win this fight, you have to get a Stockton 209 tattoo. And John Anik has a Stockton 209 tattoo as a result of losing that bet. Uh, For those that don't know, Lawler and Diaz fought in 2004, 17 years ago, right? There are fans watching our podcast, Prince, fans of Nick Diaz, fans of Robbie Lawler, fans of MMA that were not alive (laughs) <laughs> when they fought their first fight like that's crazy and these guys are still in their relative prime because they fought when they were so young mm-hmm. but get this prince like if you don't believe in numerology or something like some sort of weird voodoo right they fought 17 years ago yeah i put it in because i'm a total dork put it in the calculator to see they fought 209 months ago. Oh man, that's nuts. Here? They yeah. Fought April 2nd, 2004. They're fighting September 25th, 2021. That was 209 months ago. Stockton 209. That's 209 nuts. months ago. Yo, Tim, I think my head exploded. I say that this fight ends at two minutes and nine seconds in the first round, and like the world then it just explodes. 209, 209, 209, gone. We're all dead. Listen, if that happens, Tim, I'm telling you, <laughs> like, we're gonna. Yeah. We're, how did you calculate that? Like, how did you, what made you think about that? Um, I'm just a genius. I don't know. Like, how does that work? I saw, I saw, I saw it on another Instagram thing, but I thought it was, I thought it was fake. I thought someone was just saying it, right? Cause I'm like, what the frick are the odds of that? That's all, like, impossible the odds that that would happen that he would be booked to fight the same guy 209 months later mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's the deal i mean crazy man that's so awesome but that is a huge fight the last time we saw nick diaz fight he was goofing around lying on the ground lost to anderson silva yeah yeah i wasn't so keen on that performance you know you're like well what the heck's happening here now he's coming back like you said if you watch the embedded He's talking about, yep, I'm I'm serious. I'm not coming in like the gangster anymore. Like I'm I'm essentially he's really matured, right? Like when you watch the embedded, and I'll tell you, you know, they have the um, the embedded videos that highlight like all the fights. You can watch just the Diaz versus Lawler, and I'm telling you, my hair was standing on edge the whole time I'm watching it. Like just watching the old fight and you know watching them talk and train. It's like you get so excited for these two. It, it's it's nice. I mean, who do you think is going to take it, Prince, and why? 
man i man i'm i'm, I'm a big diaz fine uh fan yeah i honestly think diaz is gonna take it i think he's i think he's got something in the bag we don't know i know i know waller's still been in there he's been fighting he's i mean he's still in there and yeah, active. He's active and training but man i just man i got my money on diaz for this one i i don't know why I just yeah i like to stick with my favorites and he is my favorite so i'm going with diaz what do you think I love going against you, Prince, and I'm going against you here for sure, but not okay. just because I like arguing with you. I, I think Lawler has been active for longer. Lawler has showed maturity in his last few fights. You know, he's he's been consistently active. I don't know why Diaz is coming out of retirement to fight this. There's some nonsense online about him saying, oh, when I win this fight, then I'm going to call out Khabib. Okay, look, buddy. You might as well call, and this is what I've been posting online. I'm like, you might as well call us Elvis Presley. Like, <laughs> Khabib's not coming to fight you. So, like, I don't, like, what's the point? Like, make it a good call out. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to be active, like, I don't know, you're coming in to fight Lawler after four years. It's not even main event. So, I don't know how much they're paying him for this. Mm. You would also think being a, a triathlete and, and all the, um, cardio that he has you think that he would have maybe agreed to fight someone in a five round main event of like a fight night like be the headliner of a fight night but i don't know i don't i don't like his chances on this i feel like lawler will rush him fast yeah put heavy pressure on don't let diaz strike you at range mm. get in there tight you know muscle him around and potentially wear him out i don't know that's what i'm thinking yeah, but you see how Diaz is now. Like, he's ripped. Like, he's like rocked. He looks like a different man, right? Like, he, he really looks like a different man. And just Even just his head shape almost. Like, his haircut, mm -hmm. everything about him, he looks different. He talks in the Embedded about, you know, he teaches jujitsu class to kids. He's, he's not about that stuff anymore. He's very serious. I just hope he doesn't lie down on the ground. <laughs> I hope he doesn't play those games. Nate fought just, what, a few months ago when he was fighting uh, Leon Edwards. And what did he do? He kept, like turning his back and going like this, right? Like all that nonsense. And I get it. It's funny and all that, but then Nate lost. So like maybe all those times you're turning your back, you should have thrown a jab. So yeah. I don't want, I don't want Nick to do that. I need Nick to be serious. And I, and I think if he were to dare turn his back, I think Lawler just smashes him in the back of the head anyway. So I don't know that you can do that to, to Lawler. Um, and I don't think yeah. Lawler will even give him the chance. Like, I mean, he'll, that's what I mean. Yeah. So much pressure on him too you're right like he'll put so much pressure on him that he won't be able to you know pull any of those things but i think diaz really really wants to come in there and show people okay i'm back yeah, yeah that's what i'm hoping i i really hope i could talk about this fight forever and i hope that we're talking about it after the fights like i'm, I'm hoping we talk about it in a couple of weeks at our next podcast because it has everything to be a fantastic fight of the night you know what i mean or it has everything to be like this cinderella story of nick diaz coming out back and beating lawler's ass you know like mm -hmm. just being the nick diaz of old and and you know stalked and standing up and getting crazy right i don't want him to go down in flames or like a little fizzle you know like i need i need him to come back and be strong and like stand up you know that's mm -hmm. that's the thing and i'm a little bit scared Next fight, Prince, this is where I'm fighting with people online all the time, 24-7. Next fight is Lucky Lauren Murphy versus some champion called Shevchenko. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of her, Prince. Yep. What do you think of that fight? Who are you picking? 
Valentina is gonna moonwalk her way to victory. Like the bullet is gonna take it. She is solid. There's no one else that can stop her. Um, she's coming yeah. off victory as well. Um, well she's I, coming off. She's coming off. Uh, yeah, knockout. Eight, eight, <laughs> I don't know, but like, how many victories has she had? Like a jillion oh, victories oh, over yeah. this division. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's the bullet. Like, what do you expect? I, I'm, I'm so, it's funny because I'm all you, you watch all the, you, I'm looking at all the Facebook groups and they're like, yeah, we're going to watch the beating. <laughs> it's the, they've just no. called it beating. What, what do you Prince, Prince fight insight podcast at, okay. Instagram at fight insight podcast is all over Instagram predicting a lucky Lauren Murphy victory. She is going to shock the world. She is a rough and tough fighter from Alaska. Her, her story, like her life story is crazy exciting. If you ever like go in, invest and look into it. She was on our friend Ashley Evan Smith's podcast, Sex and Violence, where she talks about her life. That was a great one. Um, I think she's going to do it, Prince. She's friends with Bam Bam Barbarina. They used to train at the MMA lab together. So, you know, the fact that you're picking against Lucky Lauren, just give me Bam Bam's shirt. I don't think you deserve it anymore. I think Lucky's going to do it. I think at some point you have to have read the blueprint to understand what you need to do to beat Valentina. Someone's going to do it. And I think it's going to be Lauren Murphy. If it's not Lauren Murphy, it's nobody. Cause I don't see anybody in that division. That's got the grit, you know? So and how do you, how do you, so how do you predict this thing's going to end? By a robbery. <laughs> 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 like a total robbery. Uh, no, no, I think she, no, I think she, I think she, she goes in, goes in tight, wrestles her, and ground and pounds her. I think we saw in the last few fights where um, Shevchenko showed really good jujitsu and wrestling and throws. I think now we're not surprised at that anymore. So Lucky and I have been training hard. And she knows like, Hey, if you grab Valentina, don't think that, you know, you're just going to muscle your way with her, or, like have your way with her. She knows what she's doing. We're not surprised anymore by that. So, okay. So we're prepared for her ground. We're prepared, we're prepared for the throws prepared for the throws. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think Lauren Murphy understands now that bullet is more well-rounded, mm -hmm. but she will still impose her game plan. Don't stand at range and get kicked. Like, good God, do not stand at range. You got to get in a phone booth with her quick. Dirty boxer, dirty yep. boxer, take her to the ground, ground and pound. Right? Oh, that so said, the world will have already ended when Nate Diaz wins at 209 in the first round. Yeah. I told you, the earth blows up. There's no fight, anyways. But and that there's nothing to walk into, nothing to, you know, make <laughs> just, just an empty void. Yeah. Empty void. Like, but still, hey, listen. No, I think she ground and pounds her and either finishes her or, or five-round decision uh, ground and pound. Listen, okay, if this happens, I swear, oh, man, if it does happen and she takes the dub by, you know, ground and pound, knockouts, TKO, whatever, oh, my gosh, Tim, we might as well just. We the, UFC well just fold, the UFC folds up. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be like when, uh, oh, my goodness, I'm never going to remember the name of the guy. I loved him too. But when that guy beat Kimbo Slice 
and that's what they say was the downfall of Elite XC or whatever. They say like yeah. that, that guy fighting him and beating him. The 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 Silverback. His his nickname was the Silverback. He was one tough. Anyways, when he beat Kimbo in that event, they said that that's what destroyed the whole promotion. <laughs> so yeah. that's what this will do. Lucky Lauren wins, and then the UFC just folds. Forty million, just or what is it? Four billion dollars just bankrupt. Just gone. Oh man, I can't yeah. wait to see the the group chats and every and the Facebook groups and see what the response is because you could you should see what they're saying over there. They're like, no, yep. that's what I'm saying. No, but Prince, that's what I'm saying. Every time I write it now on places, and I'm like, Lucky Lauren shocked the world. People are like, are you stupid? And then I'm like, look, buddy, if she loses, people go, ha ha, you were funny, you were trying to goof around. But if she wins. Yeah. Oh, super smart guy right here, Prince. I got it. Guarantee. Next, yeah. next, next, next fight, next fight, which is, in all honesty, I don't even really care about this fight. Oh, really? I don't know. Volkanovsky versus Ortega for the title of a division that I don't even, like, what division are we even talking about here? <laughs> I'm a little bit joking, but Volkanovsky has never been one that I've really cared too much about. Mm. And Ortega has... He's he's gone up and down in my likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. I know people get really mad at me when I say that too. But who do you have in this fight? You know what? I well, listen. I mean, uh, T City has fought for the uh, for the belt before and lost right against, against uh, Max Max Holloway, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. um, I think he he knows this is his second shot, and he's. I think he's just going to pour everything in there, everything he's got. I honestly, I I think T City is going to get this dub. Um, but can, but can he? He'll he'll give everything. But can he beat Volkanovski? I I think so. I think he's got it. I think he's got that uh, the X factor, and he he knows even some of the some of the press conferences and stuff that he's put out there in terms of you know what's his responses. He's like he knows this is a second chance, and he's gonna you know take advantage of it. So I honestly think. Um, he, it's going to be an upset, especially for against that guy. I mean, Alexander, he's, uh, the great, he's the great, he's, you know, so yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's even lost a fight. No, no, he UFC. has. Oh, uh, maybe not in the UFC. So it's fly. I'm just kidding, but it's the flyweight title. Mm-hmm. Brian Ortega is 15 and one. His one loss being to, uh, Max Holloway, I believe, which has to be. Or t- uh, Volkanovski is twenty-two and one. Yeah, and he's but he's never no. since he came on to the organization. I don't think he's lost. Yeah, one. and how many fights has he had in the UFC? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. eight, nine. Yeah. Right, so nine fights. He hasn't lost since his fourth fight. Right, so he's gone on like a nineteen or what? A, 17 fight win streak or something like this. Mm-hmm. He hasn't lost since 2013. So this guy is a machine. But that said, Ortega is right behind him with only one loss as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Very good fight. I don't know if Ortega will come in bald. You know how I believe a lot in the hair, right? Mm-hmm. And what that means for people. Yeah. Uh, Volkanovsky shaved his head bald. He looked pretty badass with the bald head. I like that. I feel <laughs> like if he. I feel like if he comes in with the bald look, that may be uh, be good because that's what that's what T City does too, right? Sometimes he comes in bald, and that's when he kind of fights better, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he's and always he's had a lot of hair right now. No, no, no. But then he shaved his head, and that's mm-hmm. I think that was when he started getting a little bit better. So uh, people think I'm joking, but I'm not, Prince. What? Uh, so you're predicting Ortega 
Ortega, baby. And I am picking I'm picking uh Volkanovsky to keep it. I don't like that he was uh some sometimes his personality is a little bit funny. <laughs> like Ortega? What do, you, what do you what do you mean by funny there? He came off he remember when he started on the UFC scene, he was all about, you know, his charity and doing good for kids and whatever. And he seemed like a super fan favorite. And then he started to like kinda give a little bit of attitude and stuff. And then there was that issue where he punched that uh, Korean DJ in the mouth or something at an event when uh, Korean zombie went away, mm-hmm. like they were having some sort of problems and he slapped some sort of DJ or something. And there was some drama there. So I don't know, man, I'm just not a fan of that. I like Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky seems like a cool dude. So I don't know that that's where I'm going. I think, yeah. I think Volkanovsky takes it. I think, I think people underestimate Volkanovsky. They're, they're very much on this T city hype train. Okay, and this is uh, we're gonna bet on this based on who comes in with the you know balder head. Mm, the fresher, yeah, yep, the fresher balder head. That's who I would pick. But right now, I'm saying Volkanovski. But on the day, if I see the two heads, whichever is balder and shinier, I'm going with that one. All right, so fight inside fans. So listen to this. So the, these are our our picks. <laughs> okay, so so yeah. Lawler versus Diaz. It's gonna end in two oh nine. Yeah, right. Two oh nine of the first round. Two oh nine of the first round. Uh, Murphy's gonna take it over the bullet. Um, and uh, what, what was your guess on that again, Tim? What was it? How how are you gonna base that one? That dub again? Based on luck. I'm doing. I'm doing decision. I'm gonna go with decision. I'm gonna say she grounds her for five rounds. Okay. Okay. Or at, least, or at least three of the rounds, she's gonna ground her. And the main event, the whoever's balder. Whoever's balder. That's it, guys. Fight inside. There you go. That's our, easy, easy pickums. Easy pickums, and that's how we uh, decide our winners. And uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I think it's gonna be a great card, though, man. That that Diaz and thing. And again, if you haven't watched that embedded on UFC uh, on their YouTube, man, you got to check that out. That is a well done, well put together video, and it really gets you into those two uh, fighters' mm-hmm. minds, right? And like who they are. Yeah, I love that. I think that's and great. you know, I, whenever I watch embedded, I get so hyped, man. I watched that before. I know. I know. Like, oh yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, you you wake up and you just gotta go to work and you know turn on your laptop. And, Especially if it's especially if it's two interesting fighters, right? And that's why the Diaz and Lawler one is great. I do want to give a shout out. There's an Instagram page called Stand 'em Up at Stand 'em Up. I feel like that's what it is. But this guy is doing cool stuff, and we were talking today, and he's going to do it for our podcast in the future. But what he's doing is, you know, you've got to find a niche, man. Can I just say, if you've got an Instagram page on MMA, you have to find some sort of niche. You can't be posting the same crap as everybody else. Right. There's a fight announcement, Bam Bam Barbarina versus Matt, the immortal Brown. My feed is just 20 of the same, same photo and the same thing. Like you got to do something different, man. I, I, it's, I don't know. I don't know how you stand out amongst a crowd that said, these guys all have more followers than us, Prince, but I feel like at least we put out a unique product. Anyways, there's this guy. Let me find his Instagram just so that I know for sure that I'm saying the right one, but it's like stand them up or something like, and uh, what he does is really cool. He's creating Pokemon trading card game cards, but he's putting UFC fighters and then he's giving them moves and stuff, but it's like on a Pokemon trading card. Oh, nice. 
So I'm sure most of our fans know what the hell I'm talking about, but it is funny as heck. I love it. And so what he's going to do moving forward when we're talking about fights, he's going to do a couple of cards for us oh. that we can show. And then just, you know, like, so we'll normally show the poster or whatever, but he's going to do a couple of cards of the two fighters that we want to talk about most. So we can put the two cards up against one another. It's really cool, man. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. We will definitely uh, look for that in the future. And we'll try to work with this guy to get that. We'll, we'll share it on our Instagram as well. I don't know why I can't find it right now, but uh, it, it's a good guy. It's a good guy. And it's, and it's funny, man. And he puts like, he, like he had, um, he had a card, like it's always funny stuff, but he had a card for Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. And then I think like his, his power or his whatever was my balls was hot. And then like, so he uses like funny things from the guys and then he does yeah. that as their powers or their weaknesses or whatever. Um, I think like the weakness of Peter Yan was inability to read the rules or something like that. Like, like funny stuff, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's good. I don't know. I can't find it now, of course. But um, all right. So Prince, what else do we have to talk about before we go? We're like super good on time today. Yeah. Anything, uh, that, anything that you wanted to shout out? Did you want to talk about our Filipino TV stuff, like what we're doing there? Uh, yeah. So you know what? So again, so guys, we're actually going to be there weekly. So again, you can catch us at Filipino TV. Actually, I just wanted to give another shout out. So guys, if you guys love amazing and healthy treats, check out MiddaySquares.com and use our code Fight insight 15 to save 15 percent on your first order um i actually want to let you know tim that uh my i think i've switched my favorite i think fudge fudgy the fudge yeah actually it's really good oh, I, I like i still like the almond crunch here here's the uh here's the cards like this can you see that oh that's sick see wow like that's what he does it's pretty cool man he does a good job of betting it so yeah it's uh at stand em up stand em up uh anyway so that's pretty cool prince yeah aside from i mean the midday squares guys do it really helps support the show so aside from purchasing shirts and stuff like that which again we appreciate and if you didn't get a shirt in our in our second order and you still want some we do have some extras you can reach out to us um but the the this helps us too this supports us as well and we're so happy to be working with midday squares mm-hmm. prince, and, and, yeah go ahead go ahead yeah go ahead you're saying no no go 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 uh and uh yeah and again guys and if you're also i just want to throw this out again i don't think we say it enough you can follow subscribe to us on youtube instagram follow us and listen to us on spotify fight inside podcast and also you can find us at facebook and also tiktok all right so yeah i just wanted to throw that out yeah. there we say it enough tim so i think no we don't i mean it's blasted on the screen people are watching us as you say it so I'm sure people know, but please tell your friends. Like that's something. Tell your friends. Um, I was on the Toys and Tech of the Trade podcast. This is a mm-hmm. New York City based podcast. Rich Butler is the host. It's a, a a very popular podcast in New York City, especially. But I'm on that podcast as a guest last it dropped last week. I was super excited to be on that. It's a long podcast, Prince. It's like an hour and forty five minutes, so it does go kind of long. Wow. But we talk about we talk about how the podcast started. We talk about the trials and tribulations of us getting it going what stresses us out um you know the the difficulties we've had the successes we've had mm-hmm. and then he you know his podcast is kind of about like technology and stuff so we talk about like the things that we're using to run our podcast and the struggles that we had with that and, and what we use we give out some good podcasting tips so if you're interested in podcasting we talk about like how to podcast and what you should be doing and then we also talk about toys and stuff like he loves like uh 
like toys and comics and things. So we talk a little bit about that as well. So that was a cool podcast. I'm happy to be on that and look out for Prince and I to be on other podcasts as well. We're going to be on different shows, right? That's it. That's just on Filipino TV. You can catch us. We're going to be there weekly. Yeah, uh, well, hold on. That's the big news. We're there yeah. weekly now. We were there bi-weekly, but we've decided. No, we didn't decide. They asked us to come on weekly now. So we're going to be on every week starting next week when this podcast drops it would be the week following mondays thursdays and saturdays we're on filipino tv every week talking about mma talking about fights uh if you're coming to us and seeing us as a result of seeing us on filipino tv please reach out to us put us in the comments or, or reach out to us uh we'd love to know that we've garnered some fans through that television uh appearance and actually and also guys if you guys want to leave comments on any of our posts actually we love the comments so any feedback you guys can give us that'd be amazing um but yeah that uh filipino tv that's that's something exciting and you know we gotta you know there's 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 a little bit more stuff uh, on the way we don't want to you know throw it out there yet but it's it's on the way so uh yeah. stay tuned and shout out to the people that order their t-shirts and their tanks um you know thanks a lot guys for the support and you know we're gonna come out with more products right and we're gonna come out with more and we're going to be working on car seats next yeah nice yeah brake pads calipers uh prince before we go who do you think is the hottest male mma fighter dang man you know what um sage northcott sage northcott he was like he was uh he was he looked like a ken all right i thought you were gonna say like an alan Joubin or Really? Who would you pick? I don't know. Why would I say who the hottest guy is? That's weird. You just did that. Oh, I thought you meant who is the... Oh, I mean... Oh! <laughs> hey. Hey. No, that's a, that's a, that was a trap, Prince. That was a okay, trap. So, okay, say no cut. Okay, for, for female... Um... No, I said... No, I was saying male. I was just doing it to, to goof on you. I don't know. Okay. Alan Jubain. Yeah, George St. Pierre? I don't know. That was a weird pick by Melissa. Really? We're really just trying to fill time at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna add this out anyways there you go no, i'm not i'm not editing any of that that's gonna be the clip it's just prince picking his hottest male athlete uh prince this was a great podcast buddy I, I i enjoyed it we're so glad to have bkfc as a part of our podcast right we love to do these combat sports not just mma but like we want to branch out into like the muay thai with regan gowing and you know bkfc now with melissa so this is pretty cool um we will definitely look for a lot more of that in the future Anything you want to say before we go? We've already plugged everything to death. Yep. Everything is plugged away. We've got everything. And uh, yeah, again, say good luck, Melissa, Regan. You mm -hmm. guys got this. Tape, bring home the bacon, as my mom would say. Bring home the bacon. Does your mom really say that? She does. Yeah. I have no, no idea what it means, but I'm just bring it home. Bring home some Canadian bacon. That's it. All right, buddy. All right. We're good. This was a, a good podcast. UFC 266. It'll be so exciting, guys. Watch that. We will talk about all the results. Actually, we won't because next week's podcast is uh, pre-taped. Mm -hmm. But anyways, next week, Luby Godinez, amazing interview, Mexican-Canadian fighter. See you later, buddy. Have we'll a good one. Me. Bye. Oh, right around now, those videos are going to start showing. So make sure you click on some of our other yeah, videos. Some of the, yeah, click on the stuff. See you, buddy.